Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Yellow Jackets Hive After Dark. I am Media Melanie here with. And I'm Emily. And we have a very special episode tonight, as we just saw in Yellow Jackets episode 204, Old Wounds. Javi Martinez lives. Who had that on their bingo card? Did you, Emily? Honestly, I go back and forth. Like, I went back and forth. Like, I wanted him to be alive 100%, but the logical part of my brain was telling me that it just wasn't possible. So I was thoroughly surprised, and I was really happy about it. Yes, and to talk more about Javi, we have uh, Luciano LaRue joining us in the hive. What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, we're great. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being here. So, Javi's alive. Why don't you tell us about the last few days and how people have been reacting and reaching out to you with this big news? Yeah, right. Um, Yeah, well, obviously, everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people thought that I was dead. And (laughs) even for me, it was kind of a shock when I got the script that I was alive from 204. I was like, wait. Because, you know, I didn't get anything about Javi for 201, 202, and 203. So I was like, yeah, I'm alive. And <laughs> I have gotten a lot of, you know, comments from my friends at school. A lot of my family members were like, yeah, he's alive. And <laughs> it's just been crazy. Like, also on Instagram and it's a bunch of people being so, like, happy about the character. And it just, you know, as an actor, it makes me feel good and makes me feel very, very good, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yes. Uh, so we've been doing something called Yellow Jackets Would You Rather, where we pick something from each episode and would you rather each other or a cast member, as it will this episode. Uh, Emily, why don't you would you rather Luciano? Okay, so in this episode, we see Natalie. She puts a goldfish in her mouth at one point. And we also see Lottie. She slices the palm of her hand to give a blood sacrifice. So would you rather... Put a live goldfish in your mouth, or would you rather slice your palm and give a blood sacrifice? Hmm. That's a pretty extreme question. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't think I would willingly cut myself. So I would choose the goldfish for sure. You know, it's just yeah. gonna be in there for a couple of seconds, not like actually the pain, you know. Like an open wound, right? Yeah, no way, no way. Yeah, she's she's crazy. Uh but <laughs> definitely the goldfish, hundred percent. All right. Perfect. Well, hey, before we get into some of our questions, we wanted to bring on a friend of the podcast and Yellow Jackets cosplay queen, Kaylee. Um, She wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. Hello. So I have a question on um, how you kept the secret of your reveal. The show has been pretty careful about how they reveal the different information and the Easter eggs. You know, there's been a couple spoilers, but they've been pretty careful about that. Um, but I didn't really hear anything about a spoiler on if you were alive or not until we saw you. Uh, was there a lot of instructions on how to manage your social media or were you able to tell anybody that you were alive or was it just kind of like your own secret? Like, how did you handle that? A lot of it was uh, common sense. You know, I would obviously I wouldn't post on social media. Hey, guys, Javi's alive. Stay tuned right. for episode four coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Honestly, okay. no, I wouldn't put that. Um, I was able to tell my family and like really, really close friends. Right. Yeah, like they would have found out anyways, but they they were they were cool about it. And yeah, definitely, that's I think it's one of the biggest mysteries on the show that if Javi was alive or not, because we literally didn't get anything, like any news, no no Easter eggs, no nothing about yeah. Javi. So mm-hmm. definitely that um, 
it was definitely kept under wraps like very very safely but it's good now i can actually post stuff on my social media about the behind yes. the scenes and everything so i don't have to keep anything under wraps anymore i don't have to worry about spoilers so yeah yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. And, you know, I think we all felt like Ty and this look on her face right here, this like shock of like, oh, my gosh, you're alive. So, um, yes. you know, great job keeping it under wraps. And uh, Kaylee, thank you so much for popping on and uh, asking your question. Thanks for having me. It was great meeting you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you later, Kaylee. Thank you. All right. Um, okay. First question. Um, when exactly did you find out about Javi's season two storyline and what was your reaction when you found out? I think I found out like, was it October or was it November? Whatever. It was a while ago, like a lot of months back. Okay. And it was, it was actually a really big shock. Like I mentioned, I didn't, I didn't get any news about Javi being alive surprisingly i didn't really hear anything about it until i got the script so it was it was kind of a shock to me and uh my fellow actors especially kevin kevin was like he's alive let's go <laughs> he's a great guy i love him so much um and yeah yeah it was definitely a shock didn't expect it at all well obviously i really wanted to be back on the show such a great show so many great people there yeah. but it was it was a big big shock for me and my family and the actors yes Yes, I can imagine. So what can you tell us about Javi's character journey this season now that we know he's alive, at least for now? I can tell you he's probably traumatized. Like, you know, he's been he's been alone for quite a while in the in the forest. So, you know, he's he's, he's seen some stuff. Um, I won't go too much into detail, but you know, you can imagine the type of stuff he saw. Maybe he saw some of his, some of his friends, you know, doing some stuff, you know. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's traumatized. I can't really say anything, but he's, he's pretty shook. Okay. I mean, I imagine. Oh, um, did he eat the bear meat? Can you answer that question? <laughs> he and ate he, something. He ate something. But... He ate something. That is true. Um, um, he he probably did. He, he probably, probably did. did. Okay. I don't wanna I don't wanna get in trouble, so he probably did. Yeah. Okay. So we won't ask you then if you pooped in the pee bucket either then. Cause you know, that's that's kind of going around a little bit too. So he he'd, he'd have to be pretty sneaky to do that, I won't lie. Right. That's, that's that's pretty hard yeah. to do with everybody in the cabin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, our friend Danielle on Facebook had a question. Um, do you read fan thoughts and theories about what happened to you out in the wilderness? And if so, what do you think is the craziest fan theory that you've heard? Yeah, I've seen a lot of theories on the Reddit. Um, after every episode, I like to go there and see what happens with the Reddit and see all the new theories and everything, especially with the latest episode, 204. Like I was just, I just had a big smile on my face. Every time I saw like a hobby theory, I was like, whoa. Um, mm -hmm. One of the craziest ones, I think, um, it was pretty, it was actually pretty big, like, when season one ended, that Javi was the bear. Like, he mm -hmm. was, he was mm -hmm. the bear that Naughty killed. Yeah. I don't know how they got that. Like, he was a whole bear. <laughs> I don't know how they got that. But, you know, hey, go for it. You know, nobody, you know, go for the craziest theories you can find. It, right. It really doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> A lot of people thought Javi was Adam too for a long time, and you know that has been debunked since then. I thought yeah. so too. Oh, you thought so too. You, you I think that was that. the plan originally. I think. Yeah. 
that was the plan mm-hmm. originally but um somewhere along the lines they decided nope he's not adam and let's rewrite a story and make it more interesting which i'm thankful for right of course mm-hmm. all right so will we find out more about why javi was so scared and didn't seem to recognize travis after van and ty found him i think a lot of it comes with the trauma you know like yeah. i said he he probably has seen some stuff and he probably doesn't want to be around a group of cannibals you know like <laughs> yeah i wouldn't yeah. want to be around a group of cannibals either no probably not fun <laughs> yeah so i think he's just really scared cuz he hasn't been around them for months he mm-hmm. knows they're bad people well not inherently bad people but they have to do what they have to do but hobby's a kid still you know in his eyes yeah. he sees something bad and he's like they're bad right yeah and he's just scared and he probably thinks of of them like monsters you know you don't see a person as a person when you see that they do something bad if that makes sense yeah he yep. probably sees them as as monsters my my brother travis he oh uh, what can i say um i don't want to spoil anything so i'll just say that he sees them as monsters for now okay yeah mm-hmm. i think that's a a fair assessment um Yes. Uh, do you have any crazy theories about the show? Like things, you know, you haven't received scripts yet, I would assume, for anything past season two. So just personally, do you have any crazy theories about the show? Oh, I don't think I can answer that question, to be honest. Um, there's <laughs> a lot of stuff that happens in the later episodes, like a lot. And if I were to give any theories about season three, I might be revealing some stuff. So Okay. You guys are going to have to watch and find out, but I can confirm that there is a lot of crazy stuff, like a lot. A okay. Lot what are three words you'd use to describe season two from what you know of it? Shocking, suspenseful, and crazy. Okay. Those are all good words. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, let's see. What has been your favorite part about being a part of Yellow Jackets? Definitely the the crew and the cast. I I just love being around those people, especially Kevin. He's such a nice guy, like I mentioned. Uh, we actually went to Disney uh, when I was in LA for the red carpet, so that was a lot of fun. I've never been to Disney, so having them having to share that memory with him was definitely memorable. And um, all the actors are so nice. They're such nice people. The crew is amazing. I've never been on a show this large of a scale. So going to set and like seeing the whole like the forest and the cabin built like almost like a replica as the as the one in the place that we filmed in season one, if that makes sense. It was just mm-hmm. it was just crazy to see everything, and it's definitely surreal to see all these people like being they're contributing, and it's crazy. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think has been the most challenging scene for you to film overall, season one or season two? Um, if you can tell us from season two, um, most challenging overall. Most challenging. There is a scene of Javi uh, in the later episodes that was definitely a lot, like, really challenging. Again, I can't say anything without spoiling, so. Right, right. Sorry, I'm sorry. How about season one? How about season one most challenging? Season one. Definitely when my dad died. Like, I was like, I think the entire day I was screaming, dad, dad. My my throat was sore. It was it was, it was definitely something. And that was, that was pretty challenging because, you know, screaming all day is, is pretty hard. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Do you have a favorite character or a favorite episode of the show? 
My favorite character is Jeff. He's um, <laughs> Warren does that. such a good job at, at Jeff. It's crazy. My favorite episode is 201, just because of the moment where Jeff is inside his car and he goes, cut my life into pieces. <laughs> this is my last resort. I love that scene so much. And he's definitely my favorite character. After Javi, of course. Javi's my favorite. Of course, obviously. <laughs> of yeah, course, so we're, yeah. we're big fans of, uh, of Warren and Jeff's character as well. Uh, that mm -hmm. Papa Roach scene was absolutely incredible. You are correct. Um, quick question. Oops, wait. Um, from Amy here in the comments. Will we find out more about the Martinez family, especially, uh, specifically your parents? Um, we haven't seen much. We haven't seen anything about them in season two so far. So I wouldn't, I'd say it's a safe bet to not to um, assume that there's not much about them in the future as well. But um, maybe, probably not, uh, without spoiling anything, probably not. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Um, so you're actually from Vancouver and you film in Vancouver. So uh, what are some of your favorite things to do while you're up there working? Are you hanging out with some of the cast? I know, you know, you said you and Kevin hang out. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what do you like to do when you're not filming? I like to stay home a lot. I'm kind of a shut-in, but it, it, it's all right. You know, I like to stay home, relax. I, have, I do school as well. So homework, which is not very fun, but whatever. <laughs> I have to, I have to stay home and yeah, just do my stuff. But uh, sometimes I like to go out with, with my family, have a nice dinner and, you know, everyday regular people stuff. Like, right. You're, you play soccer, right? You're a big yeah, into I soccer? soccer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What position do you play? I play striker. It's yeah. funny because when I first started filming, like I was telling my mom, like, I play soccer, so I'm going to be good. You know, I'm going to use my skills. I'm going to be fine. But no, I haven't, I haven't used anything, any soccer skills so far, so... <laughs> Yeah. ironic that it's a show about a girl's soccer yeah, team and you're exactly. not showcasing your yeah. soccer skills well mm -hmm. you and Kevin are both athletes he's a figure skater and you know you're a soccer player and um we'd mm -hmm. actually talked to Kevin before about you guys and he had said you have a brotherly relationship you said mm -hmm. you guys went to Disneyland um how do you find him you know as a role model what are some of the qualities that you know um kind of solidify your relationship your working relationship and personal relationship He's taught me so much about acting and he's really just made me a better actor actor in general. The whole cast did, but him especially, he's taught me a lot of things. He's he's just been a, a great role model, you know, just teaching me how to be a better man as well, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, I mean, he's such a great person and I really admire him. He's he's a, he's definitely a role model for me. Yeah. Oh, love that. Mm. So did you attend studio school on set? And if so, was it difficult balancing work in school and trying to be a normal teenager? Yeah. So I had to do three hours minimum a day uh, on weekdays. So Monday through Friday. And it was definitely hard because um, the times I, were, I wasn't filming on any scenes, I was doing schoolwork. And I had to bank hours, which is basically like going over the limits so the next day. I don't have to do any school so I can just. You know, it's a complicated system, but basically I was doing a lot of school and it's hard balancing it. It's really hard because acting already is pretty mentally draining, like yeah. having to do all the scenes, especially in this show. It's it's pretty intense. So it was definitely hard, but I got through it. So, you know, it doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. And yeah. 
Right. Do a lot of your friends at school watch the show? And, um, you know, do you get recognized when you're or do you also attend regular public school as well when you're not mm -hmm. filming? So, I mean, do your friends watch the show? Do you get a lot of feedback and recognized a lot? Yeah, my friends watch the show and mm -hmm. I don't I don't get recognized. But when they find out I'm an actor, like it's <laughs> I do get recognized. So it's um it, it's pretty surreal because like all these people that I've never met are like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, damn. They know me and, yeah. <laughs> and um, they always ask me like uh, I remember before 204 they were always asking me yo is Javier live is your life I was like bro I can't tell you I'm sorry um, but yeah they, they watch the show and it's, it's pretty surreal yes mm -hmm. I imagine oh my goodness <laughs> um, do you have a hype up song you like to listen to before filming? When we talked to Kevin, he said he had an Ed Sheeran song that he liked to listen to. Do you have a song like that, a, a like walk up song or your hype song? You know, that's actually a good idea. I don't, I don't have any hype up song, but that's actually a pretty good idea. I might use uh, Papa Roach's "Cut My Life Into Pieces." That song, I might use that song honestly. Right, a oh, nice little Jeff song. inspo. That's cool. Yeah, probably. Oh, this is a good question here in the comments. Uh, most of the ladies are older. Was it harder, um, you know, acting with older women? Granted, most of them, you know, are in their like early 20s. So not like, you know, yeah, old, but older than you, of course. Was it, yeah. how, what was the dynamic like being one of the younger people on the set? Uh, there was a lot of, a lot of love, you know. Um, so they were treating me very nicely. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about them. They're all very kind and super nice to me. Uh, they taught me a lot about acting as well. Well, not directly, but just from me watching them, this yeah. taught me a lot. And it was it was fine for the most part. You know, it wasn't really much of a struggle. And it was it was it was it's definitely nice having a a, a guy that I can relate to, like like Kevin, like our brotherly love. So it was definitely nice to have him around on set, so I have somebody to talk to and everything. But other than that, yeah, they're all super nice. So. What was it like, like on your first day on set for season one, in comparison to your first day on set for season two? Mm. It was very different because on season one we filmed like in an actual forest, but season two we filmed in a studio. So yeah. just seeing like the big studio and like all the fake trees, the fake cabin, like all perfectly replicated, it was crazy. The studio, the studio is massive, and all the fake snow is, oof, it's it was it was a lot to take in. It was, it was definitely it was definitely crazy definitely crazy and they have like this fake snow that gets everywhere like there was a bunch in my sock a bunch in my shoe so i would get home i would take my shoes off and i would have the fake snow all over my house i was like what? <laughs> yeah uh, that's funny they did such a great job with the set design and building that yeah. whole sound stage i mean it really looks exactly like season one like props like you said to the entire crew for pulling off such an amazing feat Here's another question. Is Javi still Javi or is he possessed? Javi is definitely still Javi. He might be possessed. He's traumatized. Um, but Javi is Javi. He's, he's Javi. Javi is Javi. All right. I like that. A lot of people have been saying, is he possessed by the spirit of Cabin Daddy, for instance? He might be. He might not. But Javi as a body and as a person, he's still there. So he's not a ghost. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get in trouble if I say anything. So I know. Hey, all good. All good. Any shrug, I'll just shrug. You guys hey. are going to have to find out. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. We can't wait. Uh, our friend Phoenix uh, wanted to know, are you working on any other projects? And have you found since Yellow Jackets that you've been getting more calls and more interest for work? Yeah, a lot. Of, uh, definitely a lot more calls and a lot more additions coming in. I don't have anything lined up currently. I've been just focusing on school. I've missed a lot of it because I was filming, doing, going to LA for the red carpet, all this stuff. So missed a lot of school. So right now I'm just focusing on that. During summer break, I'll definitely try to pick up something. But at the moment, nothing, nothing planned. Right. What grade are you in? I'm in 10th. 10th grade. Okay. Mm. Sophomore. So you should be getting your driver's license maybe in like next year. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's awesome. Uh, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have two brothers and one sister. I'm okay. the youngest. Oh, very nice. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Um, ooh, Claudine Purdue wanted to know, uh, what is the fake snow made of? It's funny. There's two types of fake snow. The first one, I don't know what it's made out of, but it's like the one they use on the ground and and the ground. Yeah, just it's just the snow they use on the ground. And then the second type of snow is made like from like, this soap thing you know how the soap bubbles are like white yes. so they use something like something of that element and that's the snow that they they make fall from the sky so it's like it's snowing that's hmm. interesting yeah very cool very cool um are there any like pranksters on set did you ever get pranked like who's the funny one i mean we see all these instagram stories with you know like samantha hanratty seems like she's got quite the personality i mean it must be fun working with her and, and the rest of the girls, right? Yeah, it's definitely Samantha. She's um, she's a handful. She she <laughs> definitely, yeah. Without her, the set feels a little bit dead, really. And she's just definitely just, she makes everybody laugh. And it's just always great to have her around. She makes everybody feel comfortable and um, super entertaining, like in a good way. Yes. So she's definitely like always there, you know, make, making people laugh, making sure no one's bored. And, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, Michelle wanted to know, did you find it difficult to act cold when working on a warm soundstage? Yeah, it was it was a first. I've never been on a show that I've had to act cold before. Shocking. But um, yeah, it was definitely a first. Uh, I got some great direction from the directors. So I, I got the hang of it after a little bit. But at first, I didn't know what I was doing. But I got better. So yeah. <laughs> overall what would you say is your favorite experience memory um your favorite overall thing having been a part of yellow jackets just being around such great people is just has just been great really um yeah i mean that's just everybody's so amazing everybody's just such great people and they taught me so much and made me a better person so i just I can't be more thankful for that. It's it's been amazing to have them. Oh, mm -hmm. we have Claudine again saying he saw what happened the night Jackie died. I'll bet that's what I'm thinking too. Mm -hmm. He walked in on some crazy stuff, and it scared him enough that he didn't want to go back. I know well, you can't tell us, <laughs> but. <laughs> Maybe. Or maybe, maybe into the meat shed and he saw Jackie with the makeup on her and is like, what is oh going on God. here? I mean, that is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine how he being like, what the hell is going on? Because he didn't, he wasn't there when uh, Jackie died. 
He was already gone. That's true. Right. So, <laughs> I can just imagine Javi being like, what the hell? What is this? Yeah. That's so true. He wasn't there when she died. Unless mm. he was. And he just didn't make himself known. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yes. Well, we're pretty excited to see how your character's story continues throughout season two. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else, you know, that, y- that you'd like to share that we didn't ask you about, uh, about your experience so far with season two? Um, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy season. There's so much that happens in later episodes and it's, it's, it's definitely worth watching. Like I'm, I'm not getting paid to say this. Nobody has told me to say this. But as as a viewer and as a watcher, it's a crazy season. It's crazy. Even all my even my brother's addicted to the show. Every time a new episode comes on, he's like, "We gotta watch it. We gotta watch it." <laughs> I'm just sitting there, like you know, smiling whenever I know something big, big is gonna happen. Like for example, uh, two o four, when when uh, Ben and Taisa were gonna find Javi, I was just sitting there smiling, and then my brother was like, "Wait, why are you smiling?" I was like, "I can't tell you, man." <laughs> but, yeah. We found that moss situation, like the melting snow, to be very interesting. And we were speculating, you know, whether or not it was just your body heat from having laid there or, you know, were you surviving in an underground mine? We know you can't say, but we are Team Bunker. We believe there's some kind of underground situation. So we're excited to see whether or not that comes to fruition. I mean, yeah, there's been some like flashes of like an underground tunnel and everything. It's definitely not far-fetched to think think about that. I mean, yeah, Javi could have been there. I mean, he's, I mean, where else would he stay, right? If it if it's not in the cabin, he had to stay somewhere. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he's just a ghost and he's dead. Who knows? But um, it would, it's not, it's not far-fetched to think that. It's definitely not. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Luciano, we cannot thank you enough for taking the time to join us and answering our questions. Um, yeah. And we're so excited to see what happens in season two with your character and, you know, maybe even more seasons, which again, we know you can't say, but we hope that Javi lives, lives on throughout. So. Yeah. I have a theory about him as an adult. So I'm really hoping that he makes it out of the woods. I could actually maybe play his adult. Like if like in three years from now, when I'm like 19, (laughs) I grow out a beard, I grow a full beard and I'm old. I could probably, I could probably play as adult probably if he survives that long. Who knows? I mean, you've gotten taller. Your character—that's another thing people have been saying, yes. right? It's like yeah. you've grown. I mean, you're a teenager. You're like you're growing. So, in you know, from season one to season two, like how much have you actually grown? Like six inches, I think. Wow. Oh I'm, I'm I'm almost as tall, or if not taller than Kevin now, which is kind of crazy. Wow. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm one of the tallest on the set. When wow. yeah, when I came back for the first episode, not the first episode, but episode two hundred four. Everybody's like, wow, you grew so much. Jesus. And I was like, yeah, man. I mean, that's how things happen. I grew, you know, I'm a teenager. Yes. Well, I think we speak for the entire fandom when we say we're so happy that Javi is alive. We're so glad to see your face in the show. And again, we're excited to see what happens in season two. Um, So Luciano, again, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, maybe we can touch base a little later in the season when we get some more Javi news. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Thanks for having me on, guys. Awesome. Of course. Thank you, Luciano. Thank you. Bye. You too. Thank you. All right. Well, gosh, that was certainly fun. Yeah, that was so fun. 
Oh, we have, let's see, what is this one? Thank you, Luciano. We're glad to have you back. We sure are. We are so glad that Javi is alive. Michelle, so happy to have you alive and back on our screens. Um, let's see. At this, oh, at this point, Javi would only trust Travis and Shauna. I mean, right? Shauna's the one that like, told him to run. And she also gave him the piece of paper and the knife to carve the wolf, too. So they, like, kind of have some form of a relationship already. I mean, more so her than with anybody else, because honestly, it doesn't seem like anybody even really cared that he wasn't there besides Natalie and Travis. Right. So. And Uh, when they found him, like, Mari is more concerned with Lottie being right than the fact that Javi's actually alive. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Let's look at the look on Mari's face. Like, oh, my God. Like, Mari... Cabin Karen, Cabin Karen. <laughs> and, you know, Emily, you were right about something too. You know, the symbol map. Um, we yes. talked about, you had talked about how, you know, Ty was sleepwalking to the symbols with the trees and that they're all going to lay out into this map of the symbol. Uh, this photo comes from our friend Jamie on Twitter, some behind the scenes from the symbol map. Um, so, yeah, all of those points ended up getting connected and mm-hmm. the symbol lays out. So, yep. that's fascinating. And, and, what is down on the symbol where Van and Ty were looking for Javi, right? Like, does that mean that that's where, like, one of the hatches is to the underground bunker? Are there tunnels that are connected, like, that, you know, coincide with the symbol? I mean... Have they seen... They've seen more than one tree that has this moss and, like, melting snow, right? There hasn't only been one, right? Right. I think that the one that Nat was checking out in the first episode of season two was somewhere else. It seemed like it was kind of up on a hill, whereas this time it seemed like they were just kind of in the middle of the forest. So I do think it's multiple tree stumps. And then the initial tree stump, Lottie put the bear heart in. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe that's a separate one as well, although we haven't seen that one. Actually, that's where Lottie went to do her sacrifice, but there was no melting snow there. So, but you know, what was there was a ghost plane. (laughs) yeah so yeah Yeah. oh my gosh I mean we're gonna have so much more to recap on this episode of course we're gonna do our full episode recap this week um you know we uh got some answers to things of course uh Javi is alive sleepwalking Ty made the shape of the symbol we saw a peek at Jessica Roberts again which is fascinating and like my big question about that is gonna be you know Ty went to her apartment house and broke in, but if she was dead, wouldn't her house have already been packed up? Like how much time has passed since she got poisoned and and her death? Like you would think that someone in her family would have packed up her stuff. So anyway, well, we can dive more into that whole thing. And, um, uh, the road trip, Misty and Walter and Shauna. I mean, there's just Shauna and Callie. Yes. Oh my God. I don't think that the uh, police officer with the mustache will be making it through the season. Like I just, I have a bad feeling based on the previews for next week that Callie opens her mouth and she opens her mouth to that police officer and tells him something that's going to really implicate her mom, like big time. I don't think she's going to mean to do it because obviously she doesn't know this guy is a cop, but I I think that there's a really good chance that that could happen. And like, isn't he breaking some kind of a rule by, like, buying an underage girl a drink? Like, 
in a bar, like, per, like, even if you're trying, you say that's a witness, like there has to be some kind of law that would make that like not stand up in court if it was used or something like that. I mean, there's got to be like that is there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. And that seems like the very wrong way to me. Yeah. Um. You know, Michelle pointed out it's only been a few days, I think, still since she died. OK, that yeah, makes sense because so. the adult timeline was pretty, pretty tight from where they left off in season one. So that makes sense. But Amazing Ty just like knew where to find the key and, you know, all that. Um, our and friend, he was in her like fugue state too. And she still did it. Like that was really creepy when she like walked in and was like watching herself, like walk around the apartment and do everything that she was doing. Yeah. That really creeped me out. The sleep driving is very alarming to me. Like, how do you even drive like in another state? I mean, it goes to show that other state is obviously very high functioning in order to be able to pull off any of that stuff. But um, gosh. And then um, our friend Keith bored now. It was good to see Laura Lee. She's pretty underrated and her influence even from the grave is big. Oh, yeah. For Lottie, like for sure. I mean, first we saw demon Laura Lee last time, right? Mm hmm. And then, of course, in the underground mall vision this time. That was crazy. That was crazy. Like, her visions are becoming so much more intense and vivid and, like, realistic to her in both timelines. Like, we see her having visions in both timelines. Granted, I think the visions that she's seeing in the teen timeline are a little bit more drastic than the ones she's seeing in the adult timeline right now. But she's still having visions in both timelines. Yes, she sure is. Oh, so Michelle <laughs> Houghton saying, but was that in her house or Jessica's? I thought it was in Jessica's because I thought they I thought showed a flash of a photo on the wall with yeah. Jessica in it with like a family member or something. So I did think it was inside Jessica's house because she picked up the key from under the mat. And the mail and Jessica Roberts' mail was there and she was looking through her mail. Right. So. Yep. That is true. Oh, Vine. Someone on Twitter mentioned that the mall scene reminded them of the tea party scene of Alice in Wonderland. And now oh. I can't stop thinking that Misty's hair looks like the queen of Oh, Earth. my gosh. It does. It really wow. does. Gosh. And of course, the Queen of Hearts figured heavily into the last episode as well um, with the eyes crossed out. Somebody had said, or was it the person that emailed us, Danielle, I think, that mentioned that the baby maybe is born with no eyes, which I hadn't thought of before. I can't remember who said that. Right. So, I mean, you know, the Alice in Wonderland, though, that is a really interesting comparison. I like that. I like that. Oh, yes. Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. How's it going? Yes. Jessica and her mom on the wall. So, yes. Okay. And And then Justin just said, wasn't the Queen of Hearts what were the eyes black were blacked out? Yeah, the the card that Lottie saw in her vision, the eyes were most definitely blacked out. Right. Sure. And Shelly, Laura Lee looked like Alice. She did because she, she had that headband on. That is a really yep. fun comparison. And and her it, hair looked different too. Like she had bangs in this vision and she didn't have bangs when she was alive. So that's kind of weird. Right. And, you know, Michelle said it just as I thought it. Of course, Lottie's down the rabbit hole. I was going to say it's like it's like she went down a metaphorical rabbit hole. Laura Lee has the headband like Alice. Also, did you notice that Van had no scars? You know what? I was not no. paying attention and did not notice that. Really good pickup, Michelle. I like that. Hmm. I did not. I will have to go back and look again. Oh, and what is this question from Lindsay? I feel as though the teen girl could be Nat and Travis's daughter. 
the teen Wait, girl, teen Lisa. Girl? Lisa, I think, is a little older than a teen. I think she's like 24 or 25, I think, because Nicole Maines is like around that age. But um, I don't know what other teen girl, but I, I don't thought know. she was like in like her like early to mid 20s. Yeah. Lisa. Yep. Definitely. There's definitely something going on with Lisa, though, because um, why is she getting so much screen time? Right. She is getting a lot. Like, there's got to be a reason for it. Unless it's just to further Nat's plot line in some way, like, and to show that Natalie is changing because, like, she's already different from the way she was last season. I mean, in this episode alone, like, her and Lisa are at a bar and she's about to take a shot and she pushes it away and says she doesn't want to die today. So, like, oh, it is thundering really loud here. Sorry. Oh, gosh, it's okay. Hopefully your power doesn't go out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. So Michelle, Lisa is who they mean. It's a theory all around that she's one of the girls' kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think she could just be a regular person. And she we saw her mother in the last episode. Granted, it could be her adoptive mother, but um, yeah, there's a lot of red herrings, as we know. Yeah, because some people have also been saying that she could be Travis and Lottie's daughter. Yeah. Uh, because we're already seeing Travis lean into Lottie in the teen timeline as it is now. And I have a feeling that once Natalie's lie comes into play about the fact that Javi was dead, that that's going to push him more towards Lottie even more. And he's really going to start believing in a lot of what she says and she does. Yeah, I can completely see that. Uh, Drew Morris, I love Lisa. I hope she becomes a long-running character. Same. I think Nicole Maines is just doing an awesome job. Um, Our friend Kelly McClure, I believe, is going to be interviewing her at some point. Um, So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. So we'll definitely make sure we share that on our social media. Um, Let's see. And let's see. Shelly, I hate that for Nat. She did what she did with the best of intentions. Yes. I agree that her intentions were good, but at the same time, I don't think it was her place to do that. I don't think it was her place to take away that hope from him. Uh, I just feel like it was unfair. And like, we've talked so much about her being the moral compass. And this is like the first decision that she's made that like, I don't agree with like up to this point, I get it, but like, I don't agree with it at the same time. And there's going to be some fallout from that. I mean, obviously, like, you know, Travis is first, like, taking in that Javi's alive. But, like, once he starts processing and realizes, wait a minute, like, just a week ago, you know, I saw this bloody pair of cargo pants. What's going on, Nat? Like, I can see her just kind of, like, slowly backing away, slowly backing away. Um, Lindsay's asking, what do we all think the note Travis left saying Nat was right meant? That's a hard one. That's a hard one. I like, I used to think that it meant that, like, before we knew everything we know now, I used to think that it meant tell Natalie that she was right that Lottie's still alive. Because that was back when, like, we didn't know if Lottie was alive or dead in the current timeline. So, yeah. Right. I mean, there are so many things. Um, but, It was really fun being able to chat with Luciano tonight. I think that him making the time to join us on the week where we found out Javi's alive is just so cool. Oh my gosh, Emily, is your like house still standing over there? Oh my God. That's like, 
incredible vendor. Like, oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a really great time talking to Luciano. We're actually going to have Nuha, who plays Crystal, on next week in the Hive After Dark. So definitely don't miss that. Um, we're so excited to have the opportunity to speak with some Yellow Jackets cast members. Thank you all. See, people love the thunder, Emily. Look at the comments. James, I love thunder. That thunder sounds exciting. It does sound exciting. Emily, are you in Florida? It looks yes. Like Lindsay must be also. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, oh, Vine is so excited for Nuha next week. Us too. We literally cannot wait. She looks like so much fun, right? Her and Sammy Henratty just look like they have like the best time together on yes. set. And they're super close, like in real life too which I just think makes it even cuter, like, that they have such a good relationship on the show. I mean, if you can define, like, Misty having a relationship with anyone is good, but you know what I mean. Yes, yes. Uh, and Misty and Walter. Like, I just want to say I love Walter. I love him and Misty together. I want nothing more than for them to, like, hook up. I just – I love Elijah Wood, and I just think he's really bringing a lot to the Walter character. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, um, let's get off. You've got a thunderstorm to deal with over there. And again, we'll be doing our full episode recap this week. Join us. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate you consuming our content. Yes. So until we spill again.